What's poppin'? I'm Sebastian. And I'm Michael. And welcome to Get In. Today's Saturday, so we're doing Get In Sports. And in case you don't know, we do Get In Entertainment every Wednesday. Entertainment is basically just us talking about movies, talking about Marvel, talking about Star Wars, talking about Harry Potter, talking about pretty much any movie that we like. Exactly. So go tune that in if you haven't. But today's sports, and basically sports, we just talk about NBA. Yeah. Because that's all we love. And today we're going to dive into NBA all teams who we think should be in route of making those teams, mm-hmm. who maybe might not make the teams just because of the position restrictions, but maybe deserves a little shout-out here and there. So there's defensive uh, NBA all-offensive team, NBA all-defensive team, and with that, I guess, MVP talks will always come. And yeah, it always comes up. Yeah. So um, shall we begin with the defensive teams, maybe? Defensive teams? I, I guess we could. I mean, we'll just. I guess we could just talk about our some players that have shown um, throughout the season. I mean, I feel like defensive team is one of the hardest to like predict mm-hmm. for most parts because like usually you got the the front runners for defensive part of the year are usually on there, but then it's like they'll put some random guards. I'm like, oh, I didn't know he was second in steals this year. Yeah, it's like, oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, obviously, I feel like, because Rudy Gobert is first as defensive player Classic. So, wouldn't be surprised if he would make the first team. Um, and then and second is Ben Simmons. Yeah. And he's kind of like a guard forward, not sure. They just kind of put him wherever. So, he, he'd be in one of those spots. Um, and then as of recently, we were discussing for the pod, the, that Bam Adebayo is now third for defensive player of the year. Finally get some respect on that name. Yeah, but considering he's he's a, he's kind of he's mostly a center, so he'd probably at least get second team, but... Um, he could also go in as power forward, yeah. I wouldn't doubt it. So, maybe, maybe I could see him on there. Yeah. I, I um, Also, from Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler, he is... Top in, he's I think leading, he's, he's leading steals. Steals, right now. yeah. Yep. I saw steals or steals per game. One of those two. Yeah. Steals per game. Yeah. yeah. He's averaging two point one, which is he's always been good. Yeah. And obviously, you've seen Jimmy Butler play. You know. Oh yeah. yeah. He, he's the man defensively. Mm-hmm. Um, shout outs to uh, the Miami Heat playoffs last year. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, right underneath him is Drew Holiday. So I guess we could say we got Drew. Jimmy, uh, Ben Simmons, uh, probably Bam, then Gobert. That sound like a good defensive team? Sounds good. I would like to maybe include, instead of Drew Holiday, um, Chris Paul. Chris Paul? Yeah, because he made the Suns, I think it's uh, number five defensive team in the NBA. Mm Mm-hmm. And apparently the Suns haven't been no, they've never been a good a, a top ten yeah. in twenty years. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, this man's just doing it all. Yeah. Which is why in, la- in the last podcast we said Chris Paul MVP. <laughs> yeah, but we titled it Steph. We titled it. We titled it <laughs> Steph. Whoa, we titled it, no. We the title of the last podcast was Steph saved the NBA. Did Steph Curry save the yeah, NBA? Yeah. So we're talking about the. Mm-hmm. That period of 2015, 16. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But in that last podcast, we talked Chris Ball for MVP. But obviously, Steph Curry has been balling out. Yeah. Um, but he. Not defensively. 
not defensively. <laughs> which, I mean, he's not. He doesn't do bad. No, he does get steals. Mm-hmm. But he's well, been. It's, defense- like a, it's like the same thing with like Harden. Like Harden's been last couple years, he's been kind of like uh, in the top with like five for steals. Like his defense is going up, but like you wouldn't say he's an amazing defender. But yeah, most guards like that are small and quick enough that they can get steals. But I mean, and the thing with Steph is that he has been better uh, defensively before. So you see his stats just start to drop, kind of like yeah. I mean, low. that was twenty sixteen. The years with Durant, they were always, if not the top in the top uh, defensive team so obviously he's included in that but yeah um, I'm just checking here also uh, are you looking up are you looking up Steph or Chris Paul because uh, Steph Curry's not making the all defensive team but <laughs> Chris Paul maybe that's a, that Chris Paul a, yeah that's a good point um, I mean just bringing your team so high up mm-hmm. like making it relevant yeah. and Obviously, that's a big part why the Suns are winning right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that should en- entitle him to be part of the All-NBA team. Which, I get that they mostly go by uh, stats. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you got to let stats go, yeah. you know? Right now, he's averaging one and a half steals per game. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. That's amazing. That is good. And he still does all his assist stuff. Yeah. Which... So I think he's... This is the highest his assists have been since his last year in Los Angeles. Yeah. And then uh, TJ McConnell from the Pacers. Yeah. He's also been doing pretty good. His first in steals and second in steals per game. Mm-hmm. So him and yeah, Jimmy Butler are kind of battling out. Yeah. But he's another one of those like smaller guards that you want to think is like... They would appear... You're an elite defender, list. but yeah. like... They'll, they'll do good in steals, but like like you said, Chris Paul... And Drew Holiday's always been a good defender. True. Because in, uh, I believe it was the 2017 or 18 series where the Warriors played the Pelicans in the second round, Drew Holiday guarded Kevin Durant for quite a bit. Yeah. And I think they... they I'm pretty sure they stole a game, so... Um, and... That same year, the round before, they swept the Trailblazers because Drew Holiday was guarding Dame and CJ. So he was still in the. I remember those games. Yeah, because in those games, I was actually cheering for the Trailblazers because I was cheering for uh, CJ McCollum, mm. and I they would just they would just keep losing the ball. Yeah, I was cheering for. I've always liked Anthony Davis. He was on the Pelicans, but I like that team because that was that was that was the year they had Demarcus Cousins. Yeah, yeah. So if, and they were doing really good. Yeah. Up until that point that until he got hurt. Boogie but. got down. Which is why I stopped rooting for them. Because I was like, no Boogie, I don't care. I didn't care about Anthony Davis. It's That's just weird to me. Because, like, Boogie wasn't, like... When he was on those Kings teams before being traded, he was kind of known as, like, you know, like a crybaby, basically. But like, I, always, I always liked him. I liked his game. But, like, I feel like once he went to New Orleans, it seemed like he was turning, like... A page. page, and then the page said no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which was yeah, which is crazy because he was like probably the best center in the league up until that point. Yeah, and then I mean, in the Warriors, he started to get his old self back. Yeah, he, was he was playing amazingly. 
But he um, kept having these little injuries, and then they had the injury in the finals, and then yeah, he kept going up, 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 injury, up, 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 injury, up, up, mm-hmm. up, injury, and then it's like same with the Lakers too. Yeah, Lakers like oh, him and Anthony Davis reunited. Yeah. Let's get it. It can happen. And then he gets injured, and the Lakers yeah. are like you're you're done. I know. I was kind of sad. So I was hoping yeah, he would be able to rehab, but yeah, it was one of those sad things. Yeah. And then the Rockets. I think the Rockets let him go. They did. I don't know where he is now. I don't think he's on a team right now. But they kind of brought him back because uh, John Wall was there. And I feel like it was like a... Sometimes teams do that where they'll sign certain players to, even though the Rockets are going to be bad. They're like, maybe we can get some people to tune in to games because we have... Boogie Cousins Boogie and John, John Wall. Wall United. Yeah. So, but they didn't last too long. But yeah. It is unfortunate. But back to our all-defensive NBA- all team. I'm saying Drew Holiday's on it, but... I like how you were looking at a page, but it was blank. Well, I, I, in my mind, I know what it says. <laughs> in your mind, that page is filled. The page is full. Uh, yeah. That's all my notes. I can see Drew Holiday. Um, I guess some of Drew Holiday's defensive part is just... It blurs out just because Giannis is on that team. He's, yeah, he's already on a pretty good defensive team. But. So that's why I don't think it stands out as much. You just you like Chris Paul because of the maybe not the stats or. Um, I mean, I take age into account. And, no, I know, but like he's elevated a team to a place defensively that they've never been. Yeah, so it's I, like he's I basically understand. saying. I'm a good defender, but I'm gonna make everybody else around me a great yeah. defender, and I I think that should be taken into account. I, I think it will. Yeah, you know, like for like all offensive teams, it's not it shouldn't just be about points per game. Mm-hmm. It should be like how how much is your team winning by? Because mm-hmm. I don't care if you you know if you score sixty points, but you suck. Then what's the point? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that means the rest of your team sucks. You know, it's like. Mm-hmm. It's like right now, I mean, no disrespect to Steph, he's going crazy. Mm-hmm. But like, who else is going to shoot on that team? You know? Yeah, I think. No, now jumping on the Steph thing, just real quick, just because. I think the craziest thing for people is that he's shooting a crazy amount, but he's still shooting at a great percent. Yeah, I think it's a. 40- like he'll be like double teamed. Or, like, have three guys kind of on him, and he'll just, like... He's like, I'm taking the shot still, and he'll make it. But. I think it's 43% that he's shooting, which yeah. is amazing. Yeah, so... But uh, he he used to shoot about the same percentage back in 2016, and he had Clay Thompson. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, like... Yeah. You can do it all. Well, mm-hmm. You have more chances. But if you are still performing at a great level... Well, making everybody else around you good, then I think that should be taken into account, which is why I like Chris Paul. Yeah. I mean, not to compare the two the teams, but Phoenix, I feel like Phoenix already had better talent to start. Like, I feel like you put Steph on that um, Suns team, you probably don't get the defensiveness, or maybe, um, I don't know. I feel like they'd be just as good as what I'm trying to say. Because, I mean, Steph is going to, you know, score those 30 points or, you know, around that with Devin Booker. Hmm. But uh, I think Chris Paul, like you said, is able to get more out of 
Devin Booker and um, uh, DeAndre Ayton and like Jay Crowder, like those guys. Do you think so? You think Steph would still be performing how he is right now, like in this past what is it, ten game stretch? Do you think he would still be putting up those high numbers, forty, fifty? He's on the Suns. Yeah. Uh, but probably not. Just because yeah. you want to have to, but yeah, I I still think he's has just as good of an impact as Chris Paul, I guess. But I guess the point in a different way. Yeah, I guess the point I'm trying to make is like, can you can you score thirty points per game mm-hmm. on any given team? Or are you just scoring that, uh-huh. and people put you in the all-time offense just because you you can because your team sucks? Um, I mean, I I feel like he is one of those guys that could do that no matter what team he is. But he's one of those like really great teammates that doesn't have to when he's on when he's got good teammates. But right. Um. Do you think if you put Chris Paul in the Warriors, do you think they'd be better? Like you'd get more out of them. Because I feel like there's a ceiling with guys. Like, you can get so much out of them. Uh, I think... So I feel like Kelly Uber would improve. Um, I don't know about... I think it would be really good for... I forget his name. The new kid on the block. The center. James Wiseman? Yeah. Yeah. That would be really good for him. Andrew Wiggins is really... Where it would be, like, a real big question mark. Well, Andrew um, Wiggins kind of has been at that, like, consistent, just kind of, like... 18, 20 points per game. Um, I don't know if Chris Paul will be able to elevate any more out of him. See, I it's hard for me. I want to say I want to say no. Mm-hmm. Like first out of heart, I I think I would say no. There's no way that the Warriors would be as good without Steph. Mm-hmm. But man, I, after seeing what he did for OKC, I yeah I feel hesitant to mm-hmm. to say something bad about Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, that Warriors team is not good. Yeah. But do you want to close the defensive talk? Since we're, we're kind of getting into that all. Yeah. So we got Drew Holiday, yep. Jimmy Butler. Yeah. Uh, do we say... How about Chris? Okay. Technically, Jimmy Butler... I feel like he's a more of a forward. He's a small forward. Okay. He likes that. He likes that position, but we yeah. can play shooting guard. So, we could do Chris. It would be Chris Paul, Drew Holiday as the guards. Jimmy, forward Simmons, and then it would probably have to be Gobert. Gobert. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah. I can take that. Yeah. Bam would probably be. He'd be second team for sure. So. He's been. He's been incredible. Yeah, he's been real good. Alrighty. Let's get into this. Offensive team, just all NBA. Do you wanna? Because I, I wrote a, I wrote my list as I highlighted some guards that have been really good this year, and then I got my forward section and then centers. Um, okay, let's start. Let's start with the guards. Okay. So, I think at the top, what I've been seeing from kind of certain people that are talking about like all NBA predictions for guards is these four players kind of like interchange depending on who it is uh, Steph, Dame, Harden and Luca. Okay, perfect I love those names <laughs> Yeah, love- it's just a matter of like who's more likely to be at in the first spot um, I feel like 
Right now, I'd say I, I want to say Steph's kind of a lock right now, especially with the recency bias. Yeah, I ooh. see. That's a bold. The thing with all NBA is like record isn't as important. You know what I mean? No, I understand. I wasn't even going for. I was going to say Dame. Mm-hmm. You're saying Dame's a lock? Yeah. I feel right, like, right now, dude. I mean, I've I seen. I, I mean, is this, what this Steph's hype, been doing? Yeah, no, I I get the hype that's happening right well, now. Well, Steph Curry's leading the league in scoring. He he just passed Bradley Beal the other day. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I uh, I got it right here. Like the run that Steph's been on this month is like historic. Like he's hit the most. Well, leads. actually, um, Damian Lillard was second. Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Bradley Beal. Oh, they both passed him? Um, yeah. Because Damian Lillard has 1,492. Bradley Beal has 1,462. Oh. That's Steph Curry has 1,521. That's points overall. Yeah. Okay. But I think uh, points per game. Oh, points per game. Bradley- Steph, Brad, and then Lillard, right? Brad has 31.1, then Steph, 31. And then Dame okay. has twenty eight point seven. I thought I just saw that he was past him, but maybe if he has another forty point game, he'll pass him. I mean, I guess it's kind of weird because Damien has been more consistent all year, while Steph Curry has just been bowling out in the recent games. Which not, I don't want to disrespect that. Like mm-hmm. I've talked to you about it, like how yeah. crazy. I think I text you almost every time, like, dude, do you check out this game? Got to check out these yeah. highlights. Um, <sighs> you see now, you made me change my mind. Well, that's usually what the the voting is. Usually, it kind of becomes recency bias. So that is true because everybody's hyped about it. Like I, gonna... I, I just think that Steph has just, um, he's been on another level for guards. Because I mean, people are aren't even talking about him being an MVP uh, candidate, even though their team is, I think, barely five hundred. But I mean, that's just I think the right impact. Now, yeah, but because if Dame, not, Dame is also in that discussion, I know. So, but he, but he's a little. His team is doing a little better. But because um, we've seen what happens when you take Steph off that team, they lose by sixty to the Raptors. Right. So, like, I get that he's valuable, but um, I don't think you can give it to him over many of the other guys just because of the record. So if I just came to stats like he's. He's, he's so I guess that discussion that we were having earlier comes back again. Damian Lillard's yeah. on a better team, mm-hmm. and he's performing at this high level. Well, Steph Curry's on a crappy team mm-hmm. and performing slightly better mm-hmm. than Damian Lillard. Yeah. Do you take it into account, or are you going to look at the stats? Um, I think just for all NBA purposes, it's usually just the stats. All right. So I mean, like last year, Bradley Beal got third All NBA. And his team was really bad, but he basically he led the league in scoring, I'm pretty sure. So it's mostly just your stats. It's just, it's the MVP talks. That's when they bring in your team, your record, who's around you, and all that. So personally, I think Steph, um, like Harden's kind of missing quite a few games. Yeah, no, I I don't even think about Harden in that discussion. To be honest, I want to pull up some of these. I want to look up. I mean, he's been leading in assists. Uh, not leading. Well, he's yeah. leading in assists per game, James mm-hmm. Harden, with 10.9. Yeah. But, yeah, he's been missing a lot of games. I I, I discard him, I guess. 
Well, I think he'll end up, if anything, he'll probably end up on a second team. Oh. Well, I, yeah, I don't want to say it's kind of like completely over the year, but not first team. Yeah. Not, yeah, because yeah, his stats are 25 points per game, 8 rebounds, and then 10.9 uh, assists. Yeah. Which is not bad at all, but I'm just saying no, he missed a, missed a few games and the competition this year has been very yeah. tough. He's so. played 34 games out of... I'm not exactly sure, but... Yeah. And I, I think you got to put in consideration his his eight games at Houston where he was just... You know, he wasn't doing James Harden stuff, I guess, so... Yeah, he was just done with that team. Yeah. Alright, well, I can agree with Steph. I, uh, I'm i hesitant. I would like Dame. But I mean, I guess can, I guess I'm happy... But Dame can be on this team. That's what I'm saying. We need to decide who comes after him. Because I'm, I'm fine with putting... I'd, I'd say Dame is deserving of a first team in All-NBA. So I feel like Luka's like... I feel like... He's a year away. Just because like the team hasn't been performing super well. I was going to say... I guess they just... It, it all depends on the hype. That the a player around them. Like Steph's getting a lot of hype because he's going crazy. Like Luka's been pretty consistent. Yeah. Um, And they're like, you know, they're the seventh seed. But if they start like going this win streak and it's like, oh my gosh, look at Luka right now. Then voters will be like, oh, I'm voting for Luka now. So... At this point, I feel like it's Steph, Dame. Okay. And then, second team for guards, I'd say Luca Harden. Would you... So you're just... You're I'm going to just call Bradley Beal. Hey, man, there's still a third team. There's still a third team. Because <laughs> then, right below them, I have CP3 and Bradley Beal. CP3 comes back again. That's what I'm saying. We, I mean, we literally said, <laughs> you're literally saying, you, you know, MVP candidate, so he's got to be somewhere. Oh, man. Because he's like a different, he's, he doesn't have like the crazy stats like these guys do, but like it's he, his impact influences his teammates, which is more deserving of MVP, but maybe not an all-NBA. Yeah, no, I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm thinking about the Harden over Bradley. But okay, let me. I'm not a Harden fan. I know you're not. So let me pull up some. Let me, let me pull up some Bradley Beal stats comparing to Harden's. Basically, you want to shoot me with the facts. I mean, I'm. I mean, maybe. I mean, but I don't know Bradley Beal stats off the top of my head, so I want to see too before I make a decision. You know. I mean, points wise, we know that Bradley Beal wins, which. All what we're saying matters. I think he's averaging, he's averaging three one. I don't, I don't know the assist though, which is what that's like one of Harden's oh. biggest things. I'm trying to make this thing show, just this year. But it's showing like, Alder. Bradley Beal. I bet I can find it. Yep. See, he's thirty one point one points per game and 4.7 assists mm-hmm. I mean Harden's almost basically averaging 25, 9, and 11 he's averaging 9 rebounds a game yeah 8.7 dang Yeah. 
I didn't know that. I mean, you gotta remember this Brooklyn team doesn't have a lot of great bigs. Right. I mean, for me, I put in consideration that that period where Kyrie was gone and Durant was hurt, and Harden was, you know, he was doing James Harden stuff again. That's and then people were like, "Oh, we gotta put Harden in the MVP conversation." So, like, he was balling. Like, there's no denying that. So, I think it'd be crazy if he dropped down to third. The assists really help him. What? Uh, the assists? Yeah, exactly. really help him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's big. Mm-hmm. Double double. Yeah. Oh yeah, you gotta put him up there. So he definitely get he he be second team. Okay. And then you're good with Luca. Yeah. Yeah. I love Luca. So. And then Chris Paul, and then probably Bradley Beal for third yeah. team. Yeah, Bradley Beal can't not have an all team this year. That's impossible. It's kind of like the same as last year where he's putting up the, like, you know, crazy scoring numbers, but the team is just, doesn't get the recognition because yeah. they're not good. So, like, if, if they were, like, you know, in the playoffs at least, he'd probably get I think it. they still have a chance to make it. Um, I think they're barely in the playing game, but, yeah. or maybe even uh, not, I don't know. No, they're they're not in it right now. Oh. As we speak. Yeah. Which is a few days before Saturday, so just want to point that out there. But there are, I guess they're tied technically with the 10th spot. Yeah. So they're barely they're, in it. They are on a five-game win streak, so as yeah. of this moment. But, yeah. All right. Um, and then I had two other guys on here that I think, you know, have had good seasons, but I had uh, Jalen Brown and then uh, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving, get get him out of here. <laughs> if you're just gonna miss games just because you don't want to play, get out of here. And then yeah, Jalen Brown, man, he's been good. I wish I wish there was more spots for him to be able to get yeah. it. Um, but I think that's what the All Star nod was this year. Great jump. So you 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 do the jump from All Star, and then next year All NBA, and then so I think he could win Most Improved Player. Yeah, I mean, there's another guy on the forwards that I think is kind of locking that down, but we'll probably get to that now. But um, you want to jump to forwards? Yeah. All right. Forwards. So for the forwards, there's just a lot of. I think the mo- I'm going to put the most consistent person as a lock for first. I'd say Giannis. Yes. I mean, it's too easy. Yeah. It's too easy. And then they're an MVP talks. Yeah, and then the, these next four, I'd say, are um, consideration for first, and then probably second. You got LeBron, Kawhi, Durant, um, and then Paul George had a pretty good season too. Uh, right now, I think I would put Kawhi, just because he's been just because he's been more active. Yeah. Um. So I feel like at this point, LeBron's every day, every game that goes by, is missing. His yeah, time. he's dropping a lot. Um, not disrespect to a king. I don't want he's on the court he can ball, but hey, man, if you're missing time, yeah. Well, it's, it's like the same back in uh, when he got hurt in 2019. They put on a third All NBA team. Yeah. Just because they during the time he was there, he was the Lakers were fourth, and then kind of dropped after he yeah. was hurt. But. So I would like to put Kawhi. Yeah. I mean, he's averaging almost 26 points, 
um, almost seven rebounds and then five assists. Yeah. I mean, so come on, come on. And their their team's doing good. I think they're. And he's also top five in steals. I mean, I don't know if this is all offensive, but I'm just yeah. saying. The men's been balling out. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Yeah, I like that. Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. I put Kawhi. Um, and then other names then are LeBron, Durant, and then Paul George. Um, I think... So Paul George is 24, 6, and then 6, basically. It's, so here's the thing. Kevin Durant both LeBron, uh, and LeBron James, they've both missed quite a few games this year. Yeah. But, but when they're on the court... Yeah. This, well, they, they're they both... When they were on the court, they were both MVP candidates yeah. to start the season. Um, Paul George, great, great, great season, man. Been doing really great things. But even at your best, you're just not... You just, you're not LeBron no. James and Kevin Durant. Well, no. It's not... His best year is 2018 when he was in MVP talks. Yeah. Like, he's... he's I wanted him that year to win it. Um, when he was out in Oklahoma? Yeah. He was balling out. Uh, okay. Um, let me... Yeah, so... I, I, uh, I get, so, Kevin Durant's only played 24 games. So, that's it? Yeah. Um, so, Paul George has played 44, right? At this point, LeBron has played forty-one. Then I'll put LeBron James. Yeah, I feel like at this point, but I mean, eventually it's going to be less. But yeah, but as of right now, that's what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, LeBron. And then, should I throw another name in here that we might want to consider? Got another name? Yeah. Tell me, Jason Tatum. Oof. Oh man, I mean I'm hyped right now for Jason Tatum because of that game against the Warriors. Yeah. So, because his stats, he's played 52 games. He's averaging almost 26, seven, seven rebounds, rebounds, and then four assists. So, honestly, I kind of like I kind of like him for second. All right, I agree with that 100. percent I'm on the hype train. Yeah. Tell me what's just now missing. You watch the highlights. Yeah. Um. Okay. If you didn't see that game, the Warriors versus Boston, go check it out, guys. Go check out the highlights, or just the Jason Tatum highlights. That man was not missing. It was beautiful to watch. Yeah. And then, actually, now I'm looking at. It, I feel like comparing these other guys that I have on this list. I feel like Paul George is not in the All NBA talk. Because so I pull up Zion. Stats, and he's averaging twenty-seven-seven, and then about four assists. But is he plays center sometimes though? Right? I mean, he plays. He basically runs the point half the time, and then he's guarding bigger players. So um, they list him as power forward. So sound has been balling out lately too. Yeah. He's the quiet baller. Like, oh, everybody talks about Zion just because he's huge and he has all these brand deals. Mm-hmm. Um, well, thank But, if, like, if you click on any given night, pretty much, mm-hmm. and click how he did for that game, he's doing great. Mm-hmm. He's doing fantastic. Well, the thing is, I heard 
I was listening to someone talk about Zion, and most people's expectations for him when he came to the league was to be like Blake Griffin when he first came to the league, just dunk highlights after dunk highlight. Um, but he kind of like skipped those years and just went to like, I'm just gonna be efficient. Yeah, like I might not be the flashy dunker that you thought I was gonna be, but like no one's gonna stop me. Was that? Who was the person that you had in mind of the forwards as most improved player? Um, that's the person I was gonna get to next. I just pulling up Julius Randle. Ooh, because he's he's been balling too. Cause the, the he's Knicks, the reason the Knicks are up yeah. there. So he he's twenty four, ten and a half rebounds, six assists. Um, just real quick, I want to just dive back. Just so you guys know, like the tonight the Nets and the Pelicans played, and he Zion Williamson had thirty three points. So the man's just up there. He, jeez, Julius Randle. Yeah. I mean, he's the reason the Knicks are up there, man. Yeah. So now that I'm looking at Zion and Julius Randle's stats, and they've been playing pretty much every game for the most part. Um, I'd I'd give them the All NBA third team at least, maybe even one of them second. Um, because I feel like LeBron could, like I don't. If he comes back, you know, if he plays at least, I don't know how much left of the season there is, but, I mean, I could see him drop to third. I feel like Kevin Durant has just played not enough, so he'd be out, and then Paul George's stats aren't as great as these two. Um, so, I would put Zion and Randall for third, and then maybe one of them taking LeBron's spot. Probably Zion, if I have to guess. Yeah. He's if they make that push, push. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Julius Randle was, was my pick for most improved. That's really good. I mean, going, I mean, yeah. going from... The worst franchises in the NBA. Yeah. His first year, all-star, possibly all-NBA team. Just, that's a pretty big jump. Yeah. So. I, I've, I've liked those, his play. So, I wouldn't be mad if... LeBron fell to third or even out. Just just do the fact that he, he's been out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's been out. Yeah, he's been out. So There's nothing to do. It's not his fault. Just get healthy, win a championship. That's all that matters. That's all that matters in the end. <laughs> You've got so many All-NBA yeah. team recognitions. At this point, it's like you're trick-or-treating, ready to go home. You're like, I have enough candy. I don't, yeah. don't want to go to my house. He's got all the candy. Yeah. It's like, I just want to go and eat it. Yeah. And eating the candy, that's the championship. Yeah. But it'll just be, it'll be weird because I feel like he, he hasn't, he's been on an all-NBA team since his sophomore year. I think he can make it. I don't think they'll take him out of third. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because I feel like Giannis, Kawhi, Tatum, Zion, Randall would be locks for all-NBA. And then LeBron would just have to not get kicked out by... Paul George or Durant or whoever else. Yeah. So I can't think of any other forwards that have had spectacular seasons, but... I mean, everybody I think of is like, they've been doing good, but they've just been injured so constantly. Yeah. Like Jimmy Butler. If Jimmy Butler was healthy all year, I think it would be in the MVP talk. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's been injured so freaking much. Yeah. They had a lot of the health and safety protocol stuff, too. Yeah. But uh, 
Alright. I like that. Wanna do centers? That's gonna be tough. Centers. I mean Rudy Gobert. Joel Embiid. Jokic. Jokic. So that's a for me it's like I feel like I got the the top three. Like we got the three. Like Jokic, I love ba- I love Bam, Bam, but he hasn't played as much as these guys. Yeah, no, Jokic and Bead and Gobert. And Gobert. I feel like Gobert is third. Like he's hasn't been better than these two, but it's more of who's getting MVP basically. Yeah, Joel Embiid was out for a little while. Yeah, that's the other so. thing too. That's when it turned to oh Embiid, uh, Jokic has got it, the MVP in the bag because Joel went down, but he's back and he's still balling. So, but, but Jokic. He's still, still yeah. So, because uh, just with yeah, this will be a tough because so few games and Joel Embiid's got the first seed at this point. Jokic is fourth. Um, the number of games is pretty close, but just because different conferences, Philly's got higher seed. So, um, I'm I like putting Jokic. I'll put Jokic first. Yeah. Joker. He's had an amazing season. I love watching him play. Yeah. I've said in this podcast many times before, watching a Nuggets game is just super fun. I'm not oh, a fan yeah. of the Nuggets. Yeah. Frick. I love it. Yeah. But, uh... And then Embiid. Yeah, for me, I personally... Either of these guys winning, I would like to see that. I'd like to see a, a center get it. Just because they've both been doing... I mean, Jokic has been doing stuff that... We've never really seen a center do, and then Jokic is, I mean, Embiid's kind of doing like an old school, old school. like yeah. dominating, but still adding some outside shooting to that. When was the last time a center got MVP? 2000. Shaq. Shaq. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Mm-hmm. 20 years. So, who'd have thought? Not me. Oh, no, not me, but yeah. Who'd you wrote down for there? Gobert. Gobert, yeah. yeah. So I feel like the defensive, and he's still... Oh, he's still an amazing offensive force. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to say, like, offensively, he's still doing great, too, yeah. just because he draws a lot of attention. On uh, yeah, don't rolls. don't sleep on Gobert offensively. I mean, obviously, his strength is defensively, but mm-hmm. don't sleep on him. The strength of that team is just any, any the scoring can come from anybody. Yeah. Um, just because they love sharing the ball. They love sharing the ball. But, uh... You want me to read our teams out? Yes. Let's recap for listeners. So, for third team, we have Chris Paul, Bradley Beal, Zion Williamson, Julius Randle, and Rudy Gobert. Uh, Second team, we got Luka, Harden, LeBron, Tatum, and Bede. And then our first team, All-NBA, got Steph, Damian Lillard, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Kawhi Leonard and Jokic. Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Do you do you guys agree with our picks so far in the season? If you guys agree or disagree, tweet us out at the Getting Podcast. Well, we're Twitter and hopefully it'll be very active <laughs> by this weekend. <laughs> um right, Michael? Yes, sir. All right. I'll start tweeting out. I'll probably start tweeting the links to everything. Yeah. Dude, take a picture of your face. I don't want to show my face. <laughs> your nipples are fine. Mm. 
<laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Maybe we'll do Instagram too, because I feel like a lot of people are more into Instagram too. Yeah, that's fine. Let's phone two. I know there's someone that would like to run that Instagram, so. We are in a slim budget. <laughs> I was talking about Evan. <laughs> he mentioned it. We, we could give him the title of our manager if he wants it. <laughs> if he wants it. He's probably listening. He ain't so. getting, he's not going to get any benefits, but if anything, we're putting him to work for no. To get the benefit of being part of the Ganem family. Exactly. Yeah. Not many people are part of that family. Just you and me, man. Nice. You got anything to add to this discussion? No. I think we I think we shouted out all the players that I wanted to shout out this season that have been working hard. Yeah. It's been amazing. Especially this final two weeks have been just yeah. impressive. Every game, I feel like I don't want to miss it. Yeah. Well, it's getting to that point where every game matters for a lot of teams. It's because of that playing game. Yeah. And because the, like the seventh seed is part of the playing tournament, which we... We, for, we didn't know how the playing tournament was working this year. Last time we talked about it, we said... It was the 10th, 9th, and 8th seed. Yeah. But this year, it's 7th, 8th play, one game. Whoever wins, advances. And then the 9th and 10th seed play, and whoever wins that game plays the 8th seed. I mean, the the loser of the 7th, 8th seed. So so think about it. You could be 7th seed, and you could still not make playoffs if yeah. everything goes wrong for you. Yeah, that's why... Uh, the Mavericks were kind of complaining, and I, I know the Heat kind of were too now just because. Because we're in seven. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because if they weren't injured, they'd be better. But. We'll probably be fourth, if not third. Yeah. I'm hopefully, I'm, I'm guessing they'll start moving. Um, Hornets probably going to drop a bit, but I there's news that Lamelo's coming back. I don't know. He got clear to play. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if he's actually going to play. I will wait a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't want to jeopardize Lamelo. Yeah, exactly. Um, that was I just wondering. I don't know who it was because it's a. Uh, it was a. Uh, what is it? Un- uh, on a not a unanimous mm-hmm. anonymous yeah. <laughs> analyst yeah. said that the if the Miami Heat were healthy, they would be top two NBA teams <laughs> in the league. There you go. I don't know who that was, but. He's an he, he clearly knows his stuff. It's probably you. <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the hints yeah. to uh, freaking Stephen A. Yeah. Just, you know, tweeted at him. Tweeted at hey. him. Hey, man, I got to tell some. Anonymous. Don't it's worry. the NBA. If the Miami Heat were healthy, best team in the NBA. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do our uh, sports podcast for today. Make sure to tune in every Saturday if you want more sports slash NBA content. Oh, I guess we can talk about that Jake Paul fight. <laughs> we did watch that. We did watch it. Yeah. Um, beautiful 57 seconds yeah. of a fight. Real quick. Uh, oh. If you pay for it, you're a freaking clown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was telling Sebastian, basically every boxing fight I end up watching is done in like the first round. Yeah. I for, I for, there was a couple years ago, I'm trying to remember what big fight it was, but it was over like immediately the was it the Nate Robertson no that was this last year I was thinking this was when I was in college we we hopped on someone was live streaming it and it was like the Conor McGregor one I think so yeah no yeah. versus Floyd the 
He, that was a UFC one, I think. And he yeah. just freaking got knocked out. Yeah, the one with the yeah. Yeah, that one was quick too. Do you do you like boxing? Like, do you think that all these like internet celebrities mm-hmm. um, coming to boxing makes you want to watch it more? Just because you, I guess you might kind of know them. Um, if like I'm never gonna pay for it. That's my thing. I'm never gonna pay for it. Yeah. Either. So I mean, I'm glad. I'm, I like if you're like, hey, this fight's on. Like, I I I pulled it up. I'll be like, yeah, sure, I'll watch it. I, I I think I've always loved boxing just because I've loved boxing movies. Yeah. And I'm glad that the sport's getting uh more hype, I guess. A little it's coming back to life cuz he was yeah. pretty much dead cuz UFC took over. Yeah. So, I'm glad that it's happening and I guess the feuds that are happening online with people are pretty cool cuz then it gets more hyped. Yeah. But like Jake Paul, did did you need to fight like an actual fighter if you want to be like an actual boxer? Mhm. Um but he's trying. Like, he tries to create beef with anybody just to create a fight. Mm-hmm. So, but until that, you actually fight a real fighter. Yeah. Because he's getting, like, I feel like he's, like, doing the steps at least. He's building up, yeah. For someone like him. Yeah, it's really good. I think the next boxing fight is Bryce Hall versus somebody else. And that dude's jacked, so. Oh, I don't know who that is, but. He used to date uh, Edison Ray not too long ago. Okay. I mean, champ. If you did it, I guess, and Ray, you're a champ. <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad they're bringing TikTokers. people back. Like Mike Tyson came back for a fight. Yeah, yeah, I knew that one. Yeah, but uh, yeah. If like we were, you were saying, if Jake Paul and Logan Paul fight, that'd be the that be the internet would go crazy. The internet would go crazy. Yeah, I might even pay for that one. Mm. No, not at all. No, there's always someone who's you know, streaming it somewhere. But. I it, honestly, I would pay more to watch Snoop Dogg and uh, Pete Davidson talk yeah, yeah, yeah. than the actual fight because those guys were hilarious. Yeah. Snoop uh, that, Dogg, bring me my money, Jake. Yeah, bring me my money, Jake. <laughs> that was the that was the one sad part about how because it was so short was we didn't get a lot of that because <laughs> it was it was over in less than a minute. Yeah, it was quite the hit, man. Yeah, I love watching that replay. Yeah, it was funny. The other thing too was that the guy. Who's streaming it was also talking during parts of it, (laughs) and uh, he wanted Ben to win, and then when he went down, he was not happy. But he's like, "Oh, I'm done with the stream." Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's the fun. It was was really fun. Um, I guess tune in, but don't pay for it, man. Yeah. Also, how many rounds is boxing usually? Like, if it goes the full length, is like eight or something? Alright, uh, you can say how many rounds you go before a specific match. Okay. Uh, but, like, typically is it... There's... there's Typically it's about eight. Mm-hmm. That's the typical. But there's some matches that can go on forever until somebody, like, actually goes down. And okay. there's also... So you get so tired, you just, someone's going to Pretty go much. Down. And there's some that uh, go up to just five rounds. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like... If a match goes super long then I start like you know losing interest but yeah this one was just so so quick it was like you know if you went to the bathroom you probably missed it you know honestly like I made a TikTok like hey uh the match about to begin who do you got who do you got or Ben and then it was like you sat down and it was like boom done somebody somebody commented like hey make a live I wanna watch it I'm like it's, it's, it's over, over. <laughs> he's like can you recap it I'm like 
the fight started, two punches, he's, he's out. Then went down. Like, I can't, I'm not going to make a video about it. It's, yeah. it's just, it was just so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, he went down, down. Yeah. It was... It is funny when stuff like that happens that everyone's, like, immediately like, oh, it was rigged. But... Do you think it was rigged? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Why, why... When people say it's rigged, I'm like, what is the person who's going down getting out of it? Money. I get money, but like still, like, some what someone from Jake Paul's camp came up to one of his guys was like, hey, go down the first round. You're just like, not the, <laughs> no, I don't want to go down. If I'm going down, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to go down first round. Hey man, uh, take a punch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> in your face. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. know. Well, I don't think it was rigged, but I also don't think that. The Ben Askren was prepared. He, Probably not. Like, like I think, J- yeah, Jake Paul just seemed like he really wanted it. Yeah, and Ben Askren was like, "I'm gonna fight him. Yeah, I'm gonna get the bag, money bag. Yeah, but nobody, believe me, if, I, if you if you if you're an athlete, you're not gonna want to go in the first round, especially with no. Ben Askren who was in the UFC. Exactly. Uh, he's not gonna be like, even if he was rigged, he would not have been like, yeah, I'll go down oh, totally. in the first 57 seconds. No. It, it, I would, it's that's not how being an athlete works. It it never dies in you. Yeah. So, yeah. I agree. Well, okay. Now, now we're done. Now we're done. <laughs> now we're done. Um, once again, sports podcast every Saturday, entertainment podcast every Wednesday. If you like this podcast, tell everybody you know. Everybody, you got to go contact by contact, telling them about this podcast. Send them the link. Tell them the link. And talking about links, we got a link down below with our merch. And it's teespring.com slash get dash in dash merch. We got hoodies, we got t shirts, and they're all super comfortable and actually really good quality. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you're wearing one. Yeah. I'm wearing a hoodie right now. What's popping? So go get some merch, tell your friends about us, and this is Sebastian signing off. This is Michael signing off. <laughs>